welcome back. Another day, another vlog, another pod, wherever you are, on the podcast or out on YouTube. Thanks for stopping by. Big show today, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, GoPro 9 is a big one, and some Oculus stuff, some Canon rumors, and some prices for the PS5. So stay tuned, and let's get into it. Right, the GoPro 9... You've probably seen the photos we did talk about the other week, the box. Well, that box turned out to be pretty much spot the dog. Uh, not much sort of changed since then. You sort of looked at it and went, yeah, 5K, that's pretty cool. Front screen, well, the others have already got that. What are you sort of doing different, GoPro, to sort of make us spend the money? Well, actually, once you dive a little bit deeper, which I did had a chance to do today at lunch, I uh, found a lot of different some really good stuff about it. And I think if you've got a GoPro 8, it's probably a possible, maybe worthwhile to upgrade in some things and some not. Uh, if you've got a 7 or down, well then yeah, I think it's definitely worth looking at. I'm probably gonna look at trading uh, my 7 in and my 7 stuff and then upgrading to the 9. I think it's probably definitely gonna be worthwhile for me It's uh, as another option because it's, we're gonna get delve right into that. So let's get started. Now prices, two prices and they're a little bit weird in regards to like, well, why is that so cheap on this one? So if you buy the bundled subscription, uh, that basically gives you 12 months with GoPro subscription. Now I had that, I've had that before and actually if you're buying stuff for a new system, if you've got like, if you're buying from a seven to an eight, you don't, and the same batteries and all that, you don't need that. So it's probably not as much benefit in it for you because you've probably got the stuff already from your seven or your six or your five or your four or whatever. There's some similar stuff like accessories. But with the nine, it's it's a bigger body. It's a full dimensions are bigger, it's thicker. It's got a little bit more weight. So it's a totally different kettle of fish in that regard. So accessory wise, batteries are totally different. Um, that's why they get a 30% increase, which is really good. Uh, they do not last that long. They're not too bad, the GoPro. I, my 7's reasonable, but having an extra 30%, that's that's going to be fairly good. That's going to be a, like a decent range for battery power. So that extra weight, uh, you're going to need batteries, you're going to need chargers, you're going to need accessories, and all sorts of different stuff to suit. And we're going to talk, I'll talk a little bit more about those things. But basically... What it boils down to is the fact that, well, yes, there's 5K, but there's uh, so many different features to this inbuilt into it with that coming from that 5K, and that's probably where the standout feature is. Uh, GoPro 8, it's got the bigger sensor, so the GoPro 8, that's gonna have a little bit better low light performance. I, I looked at the, um, oh, I can't remember the uh, channel, but the guys had tested against the GoPro 8, and Look, it looked really good with the 5K and stuff like that, but on low light performance, which is one I use it for regularly, it's a little bit weaker because it's got a lot more pixels, they're smaller, much like the Sony A7S III. So that's got the smaller, bigger pixels, so it's un just ridiculously unbelievable low light, uh, whereas this has got a lot more pixels for better video and imaging, so that benefits it, but it's low light. It may be a little bit worse, but I think it's still gonna be fairly decent compared to my seven. So I've got some hopes on that one. So the subscription is 12 months, you get that, you can buy all those accessories, 
with the being the nine and the new stuff, basically that's what I was trying to get into before I went on another tangent. <laughs> um, so 560 bucks and you'll get that. If you don't get the subscription, it's gonna cost you 700 bucks. So you're crazy not to get it for at least a 12 months because then that you're gonna get all the discounts on all the accessories you're gonna buy through GoPro, which is basically gonna make them as the same price as the aftermarket stuff is gonna cost you on eBay or Amazon anyway. And then you're gonna get the warranty off, off GoPro. Now you also, with part of that subscription, something happens, it doesn't work, they'll replace the whole unit for free. So it's basically like a warranty, but you're saving 140 bucks. So just on the warranty side and the, and the accessory side, because it's a whole new system, it's definitely be crazy if you didn't go through GoPro. And I think that's why they've done it. And it's a pretty smart little move by them, uh, especially being a new system and the new dimensions. So I would definitely look at that. So 560 bucks, don't even worry about the 700 bucks. If, unless you've got some vouchers from um, JD Hi-Fi or Amazon or some, someone's giving you vouchers for Christmas, then I guess have a look at it. But if, you, if you're going out and you're going to pay cash for it, go online, go GoPro. A, you get PayPal protection if you use PayPal, which you should always do on the internet. And B, you've got GoPro there, well known. So you're going to get looked after, you get the warranty and it's all in one system. It's good. You know it's going to all work. Now it's got, you get, and you also with that, have I missed part of that package, you get a SD card, a 32 gig micro SD card. So that alone is probably at least 40 to 50 bucks. It's a SanDisk Extreme, so it's a good quality one. It'd be at least 40 to 50 bucks value there. So really you're crazy if you don't go through the bundle. Now, also on that, you get the unlimited storage on the cloud. If you use it, I don't really use that for them, but you do have that option if you're just using it for doing videos and stuff and you don't have much storage at home, well then you can dump all your GoPro footage online up there on the cloud and just leave that, it's unlimited, that's pretty cool, as long as you keep up your five bucks a month, I think it is, it's five bucks a month, so you got 12 months for free, and then five bucks, which ain't too bad, so what's that about, 50, 60 bucks a year for unlimited storage, if you're gonna use it a lot after your first year, maybe then you keep it and just see how you go. Um, now, you've got 30% more battery, which we talked about, finally they've gone back to the detachable lens, when we did look at the box the other week, we couldn't see if it was, it is detachable and it also comes with a new style lens which is a new um, Black Max lens mod. It's 160 bucks Australian. It increases your field of view and it also increases your stabilization. Because it's a digital stabilization, it, re it relies on your sensor, uh, cropping on the sensor to basically get your stabilization. So where you've got a full sensor like that and it's shaking, what they do is by, by cropping in, it allows they can digitally adjust that movement. So now it's silky, silky smooth, but you lose that outer edge. So getting that wilder field of view gives you more, but then increases your stabilization range. That's basically the theory on that. So that's 160 bucks. And that's probably not a bad looking thing. It does say like, uh, you're looking again, mm, it's only really a wider lens. I think if you're gonna do sort of a lot of videos where you action stuff and uh, in the water and bits and pieces or BMXs or skateboards, anything where you're doing a lot of stuff that's gonna need stabilization. That feature, just having that lens will allow you to go up to 2.7K and 60 frames a second 
fully stabilized. So that's a big plus because you're not going to get as high and that you're not going to be able to get the 2.7K, I think, with the normal stabilization. Now it's comes in, obviously you get the front display, you've got 5K, 4K, 2.7K, 1440 and 1080. Uh, you can, out of the video, you can do that new feature which pretty much most cameras have got now is that you can get a 14.7 megapixel still out of the video from 5K. So that's pretty cool. It does 20 megapixel photos. It's a 23 megapixel sensor. But obviously we talked about the crop. So what it does is by trimming it down, you get that three megapixels basically is the crop range to just give it a little bit of a little bit of a cream on top, I guess, to make sure it's covered. So 20 megapixel photo, that's pretty good. Uh, the M50, I think, is a 23 megapixel camera, 24 megapixel camera. Anything around the 20 megapixel, you're gonna get a really, really good image. So I think the last ones were a 12 megapixel for the GoPro 7. So going up to a 20 megapixel is a pretty big deal photo-wise. And I think you're gonna be able to use this a lot more to get those photos on the run. And we'll talk to some other stuff in regards to that that you wanna have a look at. Now it's got a whole better horizon thing, uh, basically sets up horizon. And if you, again, if you use that, that bigger screen, what that does is basically spin it around 360 and it's still gonna give you a flat dead horizon. It, it, uh, the algorithms and whatever they're using in it are pretty darn amazing and they've done an amazing job getting it to work and look so good. It's, uh, Really, the stabilization this year in this HyperSmooth 3 is just way off the charts. And um, from what I could see anyway, the footage so far, and also having that horizon, you could see it between the eight and the nine. The eight had a little bit of, was still really, really good uh, compared to say a DSLR or something without a gimbal, um, you wouldn't get anywhere near close. And then with this one, it just locks that horizon and you get a slight full movement shaking it and it was still like pretty darn good. So very, very cool with that. Um, when it does have that lens mod on, it only can, becomes waterproof only to five meters, which is still pretty good. Uh, five, you go five meters underwater, you're doing pretty good without a tank. You're not gonna be down there for long. So unless you're doing it all the time, and then you'll probably go back to the normal one. You're under the water, stabilization's probably not gonna be your biggest worry, you're probably more so worried about just getting a nice clear footage. There's a lot of color stuff that you can do with that and they've got uh, better water features and bits and pieces on, on that side as well. <clears throat> uh, now the media mod, there's an, the media mod, now with the GoPro 8 media mod and light and screen is basically available again for the nine. It's obviously a new different system, bigger. Um, with the media mod, this year it allows a 3.5 mil jack. So basically I can plug my Rode wireless system straight into it and put the receiver straight on top of that, which is tiny, perfect, perfect combination, the Rode and the GoPro 9 uh, with that media mod. It does have a built-in directional. Um, we've seen sort of what their media mod ones were like last time, but now we've got a easy option. You don't have to buy that accessory block and adapters and cables. This will go, you, once you get that media, which is basically like a cage, you'll be able to go straight in the side of it. So that is awesome, very, very cool. Now that's about 130 bucks, I think, for the media mod. <clears throat> so a little bit, but it makes it worthwhile because you do get a little frame. It's also got a 
micro HDMI in the side. And there's also something else with that one. And yeah. Also, there's a light mod and the display mod, same as normal. Now, it'll do 240 frames per second this year, so that's pretty cool. Very, very cool. Now, the, probably the biggest feature in this one I want to get on while I've got a little bit of time, it's called Hindsight. And it's one of those ones where you, you hear about like a couple of seconds where before you push a button on the camera, it's always recording and it'll take like two or three seconds before and two or three seconds after you take a photo, like on your iPhone. Your iPhone does a pretty, they think it's called live photo, where you take a photo, whatever you're looking at, and then you take the photo. It's already recorded that image through the camera. It remembers that, constantly remembers and refreshes that while you've got the camera on, um, or the phone on, and then when you push the photo, it records that three seconds before, and then you three after, and then you can live view to get the best photo. Well, what this one does is, 30 seconds, which is just ridiculous. So as long as you got the GoPro on, and my analogy, I think best from a fishing guy that started off in fishing, is if you've got this on the boat and you're fishing away, and you might not be recording, but as long as you got the power on, so you're gonna use a little bit more battery, obviously, but if it's just sitting there in standby, then someone yells out, I'm on, and they get a big bass or a big barra, uh, and you're, as long as you're facing it in the right direction or you can swivel it to the right direction, press record, you're gonna get 30 seconds back. So as long as you've got that uh, in the right frame and you can get 30 seconds back, you've now got that fish live on video. So that is just a game changer. 30 seconds is a long time. It's easy enough to reach over it, quickly grab the button, smash the, in the record button while your mate's fishing. Right, I'm on, bang, 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 record. So very, very cool. I think fishing-wise, uh, this, you'd be crazy if you didn't have at least one or two of these hanging off your boat. If you're into competition fishing, this is gonna make a big deal for you because you'll be able to get that footage to help you sell your team and promote your team and or do your channel uh, and pretty much guarantee you're gonna get that shot. It's so hard to predict when you're gonna get a hit uh, when you're fishing to have it live recorded. I'm sure any cameraman that's recorded a fishing comp to be in the right spot at the right time. Um, if now, if you can afford one or two of these, you could have one facing forward with the, with the view and then one facing uh, back. Uh, you've got that 30 second coverage. You're pretty much good to go, which is very, very cool. Now, it, for some reason, that doesn't work in super view. So you're not gonna get the super, super wide view. So it's gonna be a little bit narrow view. So I think it'll work in linear mode and just your normal wide modes, but it won't work in the super view so wide. So you obviously need to be either, if you're fishing and catching them on the side, face one out to the side where you're trawling or flicking, and then you're covered. But 30 seconds, I think that's huge. And take that into whatever else you can sort of imagine it to do but I thought that was a really good one to sort of highlight the fact that, you know, that's getting that fish, that first hit and that first barrow jump is something is super hard to pick up on a video camera or a, or a photo. Now you've got this and it's gonna record it. Then you can go get a screen gab. So you might get that first barrow just coming out, flying in the water. How cool would that be? So for you guys out there fishing barrow in the territory or wherever you are, bass, anything like that, this is, definitely one option that's probably why you should go and upgrade to a nine or if you haven't got one get a gopro so very very cool uh it'll do live burst 1.5 seconds um and we'll get uh, before and after photos 
So similar sort of thing to what we just talked about hindsight, but it's just a, on the photo mode, you'll get the same as like you've got on your, on your iPhones or your normal phones, that similar thing. Um, you can schedule a recording, which is fantastic for astrophotography, night photography, anything like that. You could basically be camping, you know when the moon's going to be in a certain spot or the Milky Way's going to be in a certain spot. You can put it on your camper van, set up the recording, get it all where you want it to be and just go boop and then just walk away or a sunrise, sunset, rock up. If you're camping at the beach, you can just have this thing on the, on the car outside, ready to record, uh, go to bed, get a good sleep, sleep in, wake up. You've got the whole sunrise recorded, ready to go to whack in as your footage. So... So that scheduling one is another really good one, I think, for myself as in photography. And also, if you're doing any sort of video stuff to get that B-roll or whatever and not have to, or if it's windy, you're freezing and raining, just leave it outside or let it record so you're laughing. A really good idea. Um, and it's also got a duration one as well, so you can set the time you want to record for. Again, not, not too bad. It will live stream in 1080, so that's another new one, and I think that's a bit of a coronavirus sort of a setup there, the old COVID. A uh, lot of live streaming, 1080 HD, that's pretty cool. You can set that up and go, go for it straight off your phone. Now, the 5K, you've got the options are 30 and 24 for your frames, and then 4K, you've got 60, 30, and 24, um, and then 2.7K, you've got... 100 up to 120 frames but that's not in super view that'll be linear and normal stuff at 1080 you, that's your 240 frames so you only get the 240 frames in 1080 but that's still high def so that's going to be good and the 2.7k at 120 is a pretty interesting thing and i think the boys said that you could also get sound with that one so that's pretty darn cool on the 120 frames so very very cool uh now the most of them are only, the majority of those, especially 5K, is only available in 16 to 9 aspect ratio. At 4.3, it drops down to 120 as the maximum. Uh, you won't be able to get the 240, and you don't get no 5K there as well. So, And you get no 5K for your time-lapse. That's going to be 4K. But that's still 4K time-lapse. That's pretty darn good as well. So, And you've got all those time-lapse options in there. So... GoPro 9, um, yeah, if you've got, as I said, if you've got a GoPro 8, the only sort of thing was got a lot of benefits. A, you can change your lens. If you crack one, it's not part of the body. You can put the filters straight on, which is fantastic. You've got that extra wide Super Max, or what do they call it, the Black Max uh, lens mod. You can put that in for that extra wide view and that extra stabilization, which is if it, action stuff, definitely get that. That hindsight's a, just a, a really, really good idea. And look, the GoPro 8 has a little bit better low light quality. So if you've got a GoPro 8 and it's getting what you need done, stabilization's a little is better. Um, and it, with, once you put that lens mod on, it's obviously a lot better. Whether it's worthwhile upgrading from the 8 to that, I'm not sure because you're gonna have to change your whole ecosystem. But I think if you've got a 7 down, then yeah, definitely it's time to upgrade. It's definitely worth the upgrade to move up to the GoPro. And I think that's why you'd be crazy if you didn't get that bundle through GoPro because you, you get the discount. Because then you'll get like 20, 30%, 40% up to, I think it's up to 50% 50 they say with that subscription off the accessories. 
but generally it's like 20, at least 20% off the batteries. So if you buy five batteries, you're gonna get one free. So you're pretty good. And 30% life, you're probably only gonna need three. So you'll get one and then a couple more. So that'd be pretty cool. So GoPro 9, nice job. Looks pretty darn good. We'll probably get a few more reviews come through on that lately. So we'll see how they go and see if there's any other issues that pop up. But uh, from the, initial, the first review I've, I've seen, uh, Gordon Lang, that's the one, that's, if I remember his name, he's a really good reviewer, great, uh, really good with photography and stuff. So, and he does a really nice review. And uh, I'm sure if anything else pops up, I'll let you know. But at, at the moment, it's looking pretty darn good and it's definitely taken it to the Insta360 guys because they were the leaders. And now I think GoPro 9's pretty gonna, gonna battle it pretty hard to stay in front there. It's gonna be a bit of a, uh, preference on what you want, but there's a couple of features in this that will really make uh, fishermen and photographers really happy, so very cool. Now, Oculus Quest, we know they've been bought out by Facebook. We've got the Oculus 2 just about out. Um, leaked by Facebook, they leaked, they're the ones that leaked it, so we got all the uh, images and stuff last week. Well, then we found out that they owned up to it, that they actually leaked it out themselves to get a bit of promotion. Why wouldn't you? I think everyone's doing it now, just self-leaking. Um, now it's up to 4K resolution um, and 256 gigabyte of storage and 90 hertz display. So that's an increase too. And it's going to be released on October the 13th. And I've got a price for the 64 gig, so the base one at $300 US. So that was confirmed later this afternoon. But uh, yeah, that's looking pretty good and some big games I think will be announced around the release for that as well. So Oculus Quest 2 from all counts, it may be a bit of a game changer. There's some, I did see a couple of things where it does have a couple of issues people were concerned about. But uh, I think by next week we'll get a little bit more on that and a bit more, but prices and date releasing, uh, that's all locked in October the 13th if you're a, a VR fan. Get ready for that one. Now over from Canon Rumors. Uh, 2021, three new lenses possibly rumored. These are CR1s, so they're not super, super possible, they're, but they're maybes, heavy maybes for a couple and maybe, maybe for one. Uh, and R, all RF lenses, no uh, M lenses. Damn. <laughs> uh, so you've got the RF250 uh, Tony 2 uh, L lens, Image stabilized USM, a 500mm 2.8, the same as well, L series, and a 70 to 135 f2 as well. So these are all possibilities. That 7135 sounds a little strange, but um, those first two, that 500mm will be definitely for those um, uh, <clears throat> animal photographers and those guys that get the big lenses and just crazy stuff. Uh, 2.8 over that, that's a pretty wild uh, sort of a aperture. That's very, very cool. And that 250 at an F2, that's that's probably going to be a fairly decent. I did say it was a bit strange that it was a 250 and not a 200, but uh, well, I'm sure there's some reason in the calculations or the glass or whatever, but to get it to a F2, that's a, that's a pretty good deal. Now, also, you might have seen some rumors about a C50. We looked at a C70, which is pretty much confirmed, and we've seen a photo of the body with the lens hidden. Um, well, that C70, we know, should possibly out next week at the Canon Vision event. 
Um, and alongside it should have been a C50, which will be the entry level for the cinema line for Canon. Now the C50 looks like it's been held back. It's not gonna be released. I'd say they're probably gonna release the C70 and then maybe October, November, December, they'll come out with this C50. But the C70 looked tiny. And if this C50 is obviously the next level down, it's gonna be pretty close to like R5 or a, a 1DX sort of size and weight, I'm assuming, and have full cinema cameras, uh, full cinema features with an RF mount. So that's pretty darn amazing. And yeah, that's, I guess, there's lots more to come from Canon, but that's a that's a big, big rumor. Nothing confirmed is there yet. That C70 seems like it's pretty much gonna happen. Uh, and the C50 was supposed to happen, but maybe maybe come later down the track, maybe even next year. So, so we'll see how we go, but it sounds pretty enticing, doesn't it? Radio. now also on that, uh, just a side note, the rumors were that it would have the C200 sensor, that C70 and the C50 would take advantage of the C200 sensor. So that's that Super 35, I think it's like a dual pixel um, thing that, yeah, very, very cool. So we'll see what happens, but uh, next week we'll find out. Maybe they do release it. We never know. Okie doke. And then last but not least, uh, full locked-in price for the PS5. For the States, it's $499 for the disk drive. So that's the same price as the Microsoft Xbox X. And the digital version, which is the one you're going to buy, like who uses disks um, in 2021 or 2020? Like even now, like cut disk. You use a disc of um, $399. So $400, bucks, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. That's US, so it's going to be around the $550 to $600 Australian. That's not a bad deal. It's very similar to think that my PS4 Pro was around the $550, $500 mark, but it had been out for a little while. So I think it was around $600, $650 when it came out. So very similar price to the old PS4 Pro, one terabyte. So that will be cool. And that's about it. Another day, another vlog. Tomorrow, we'll see what happens because it this week has been one of those weeks. We knew it was, and it seems like it's just coming. Everyone's just coming out with something else. <laughs> Okie doke. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you all tomorrow for the end of the week show, and we'll see you all then. So we'll be coming that way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Stay safe.